everyone. Thanks for joining us again for another great edition of Talking Tigs. It's a good week to talk Tigs. Uh, Tigers coming off of a great win at Florida, 45 to 35. We're going to slice it and dice that up and uh, talk it down for you folks, as well as the rest of college football, because, man, it was just a good weekend all around. Always happy to come on the other side of it with a, a good win, especially on the road in the SEC. But um, otherwise, man, it's, yeah, it's a really good weekend a good season i think there's a lot of things that are kind of still up in the air you know uh, a lot of big losses this weekend as well we can co- go over uh including bama although i think if you asked any one of us three it was it was probably going to happen at some point in the season you could kind of just tell but before we get into all of that um i want to check in with you guys hope you got to see i, I was actually able to watch uh, a good amount of all the good games um including some of the Braves, unfortunately, because well, they're now eliminated. So yeah, I wouldn't call that one of the good games. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, then the Saints too. I mean, they they lost, although it was kind of you know uh, bittersweet, so to speak. But uh, how how'd you guys do? Uh, good to be here with you. I mean, gosh, great weekend of college football. Really enjoyed. I mean, the marquee game, the Alabama uh, Tennessee games one of the best games we've seen or probably the best game I've seen all year. One of the best games I've seen in a, in a couple of years, like since that yeah. 2019 season, I think yeah. um, really loved that one. Uh, there were a lot of good games this weekend. I, I really enjoyed watching Ole Miss Auburn. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the LSU game we're going to get into LSU, Florida, but um, yeah, just a great weekend of college football. And I'm uh, happy to be here talking with you again. Yeah. I'm excited too. I was actually only a couple hours away from the game in Gainesville, uh, but I was actually at uh, Disney World on Saturday all day, so I didn't even get to watch a single minute of college football, which is a bit of a tragedy considering, um, yeah, how good the games were. I was trying to keep up with everything on my phone the whole time uh, and not drain my battery too much, but it was so stressful. Like I I kept checking at the end of the Tennessee uh, Georgia game. I was like, oh, Bama's going to win it. Tennessee got the ball and we're going overtime. I was like, oh, wait, Tennessee won. (laughs) And it was like almost unbelievable to even look. So I'm going to have to defer to y'all a little bit on that, but I was able to catch some of the highlights afterwards and yeah, crazy games uh, and excited to to be on the, the back of a, a winning LSU team. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And um, speaking of that, uh, we are now like, I think tied for seconds in the SEC West. Uh, the team we're tied with, I think uh, you know they're coming to town this week. And, uh, you know, obviously we're going to get into that, but, um, Tigers in a good position, Brian Kelly, uh, got another good quality sec road win. Um, but he was actually the first coach, I think to do it on the road against, uh, Florida and Auburn in the same season. Yeah. That was There's, crazy that that had never happened before. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those ESPN stats. It, you know, it doesn't really mean anything. It's just kind of noteworthy, I guess. Yeah. You know? Um, but anyway, um, I think, uh, overall very impressed with, uh, you know, the, the offense, right. It's, it felt like, uh, we, we shifted a gear exponentially almost, uh, defense. I don't know. Um, I think it was all right. Um, they, they were kind of held their own for a while. We had a pretty comfortable lead. It's just that we kind of let them back into the game. Yeah. Uh, I think there was some individual plays that probably allowed that to happen, but I think overall it's like if, if LSU is doing that with a team that was kind of looked at as, you know, more or less even, mm-hmm. you know, to us, like, like we, 
I don't know. I feel like we had control of that game for a good while. Uh, it was nice to see. Yeah, I mean, I I was highly impressed with with both sides of the ball. Um, I think special teams is still the still the the side that. Um, gosh, I mean, Achilles I don't know if you can get worse than we are yeah. special teams. <laughs> um, but I mean, like Scott, you know, you talk about like the defense, and and I I mean, you're right. Like they played what probably 50 minutes of dominant dominant defensive football. Um, I mean, you think about that that. Uh, 80 yard run from Anthony Richardson, uh, which actually, I don't know if you've seen like going around on Twitter. Have you seen the picture of the hold? No, I saw the picture of, like, oh, I think it was Micah basket. It looked like he pushed him. Like he, instead of tackling him, he just kind of, Oh, uh, well, yeah, yeah, he did do that. But like, supposedly I saw a picture. It was like, at like the, uh, yeah, I think it was on Ali gay. Um, the tackle who like kind of sprung, who like sprung the hole for him to run off in was like holding him pretty bad. So whatever. But um, I mean, uh, you take that play out and, uh, and you know, it's really not, it's a really dominant defense performance. Uh, I think our offense looked as good as it's looked in years. I mean, <laughs> like, in, you know, since 2019, really uh, great, great efforts from, I mean, wide receivers pretty much, you know, you got to see Kayshawn do what, you know, do what you hoped he would do. It only took six games. Um, <laughs> Kayshawn and, and Jaden together. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you got to see. Uh, I mean, gosh, Brian Thomas looked good. Malik Neighbors looked good. Kyron Lacey looked good. And then, uh, I mean, Josh Williams. He he got the game ball, and rightfully mm-hmm. so. I thought he, you know, he was he was the best deep offensive player of the of the night. Really, yeah. Um, really important win. You know, great momentum. Uh, great momentum win for LSU. And uh, I think an important win for Brian Kelly. Yeah, I think it was really important, especially coming off that blowout Tennessee loss where we really never got anything going. Uh, They didn't let that sink the season, basically. Obviously, we still have a fair number of games to play, but there was some, it wouldn't be out of question just for like that to derail it completely. And then you ring off four straight losses, basically, to Florida, Ole Miss, and Alabama, and you're really sitting in a big hole. So to see them bounce back like this on the road in a hostile environment with all the Tom Petty won't back down being played. uh, What was up with that? What was up with what? Because supposedly we disrespected them, and I I think we did. But what what are you talking – what specifically are you talking about? I'm talking about about why was Tom Tom Petty like – the most important thing that ESPN thought about this game. <laughs> well, it was like a Tom Petty tribute game or something. No, it was, it was inaugural Tom Petty day because he's from Gainesville originally. Yeah, uh, but this, this has only been a tradition since 2017. No, no, no. That's when they started playing won't back down. Yeah. 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 That's when they started playing the song. Court. No, this is like they they're calling this Tom Petty day for right. Like this is the first one they're going to do this every year. Uh, yeah well like i mean i love tom petty as much as the next guy i I don't care i think that's great but like you would have thought that tom petty day and won't back down was i mean the most the most important sporting event of all time (laughs) they were treated like the masters (laughs) yeah well thankfully the lsu the football was able to to ignore the the off-field stuff and yeah Jaden daniels played like a star almost. I mean, with three rushing touchdowns, I think, and then three passing ones as well. So, yeah, uh, you can't ask much more of him. And that's the quarterback that we were saying the whole time. Like, we can unlock that somehow. And if all he has to do is play with confidence, and that looked like what he was doing. He was in sync with 
Keishon Butte for the first time ever, basically. Uh, and once that started developing, you were hitting the mid-distance routes. That springs open your pat your or your run game for Daniels, which he exploited as well. Uh, and then all we had to do was outscore them. So because the defense held their own. So mm-hmm. uh yeah, solid performance on all sides of the ball except for special teams, which uh Brian Polian, his uh job I think is is more than hot at this point. Yeah, that, that seat is burning right now. It's like Jim um, Rome. Right. Uh, so going back to uh, Daniel's looking good in this offense, um, I I didn't realize this, but because uh, we're, we're not used to it really, but LSU scored a TD on its first six possessions. And these weren't like, you know, little dinky drives here where we got the ball up there like 40 or something from a turnover. These were like six drives of at least 70 plus yards, two yeah. in the 80s. So that is that's like that's a lot of production and yeah. you look at his numbers and you can see it right but i think um it was something i heard during the game which i realized well that's that's why he looks so good and it was like an assessment of and jaden daniels drops back jaden daniels with time right and then another <laughs> like jaden daniels with time jaden daniels with still jaden daniels with a lot of time he throws it it's like we we're not used to hearing that Right? It's like Daniels drops back. Oh, you're going to get him. Or, or Daniels takes off. Like we haven't really had a, a game other than like Southern, right? Uh, where we could see him back there in the pocket making confident decisions. So that was nice. And that was obviously the difference. Uh, looking forward to more of that. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, um, and that opened up the running game too. Like I will say this though, Josh Williams makes his own yards. I, I think the guy's just, I love the guy. He's a beast. That's, that's little beast mode right there. Um, but I mean, he, you're right. He's got the game ball definitely deserved it, but just thought that one run of like 50 yards, mm-hmm. uh, and he had some, some lanes put in by his lineman, but man, he just threw guys off of him. So like, he's the, no one saw this coming really. We thought it was going to be John Emery, but it's Josh Williams and I'm for it. Let John Emery catch the, the passes into the end zone, take the glory. But and Josh Williams is probably one of our most unlikely, what do you call it? I guess he's, he might be the breakout star. Did, he, yeah. he didn't, did anyone have him pegged as like a, a breakout this year? I don't think we did. More no. of an unsung hero type Un- character. Yeah. 12th man, whatever. Uh, no, but I mean, he's he's really helping this offense move. Um, because you don't want to see Jaden Daniels as your own low rusher. I mean, it's great if he scores three touchdowns, but um, I, I think – the fact that we had a, a good, honest to true running back with a really good running game leading us is better than Jaden Daniels because it's too many hits. Um, but yeah, you're right. Special teams. <sighs> well, not just the fumble, man, but it's still, it's just our coverage. I, that has not been resolved, obviously. Um, and yeah, you're right. You take away that one long run of 80 yards and, you know, Florida really didn't do too no. much to this. And, and I mean, to be honest, you take you take away the muff punt and you take away that long that long yard. You know, these these are two bounce of ball, really like impact plays that went Florida's way. You take those two, you take those two out, and like I mean, it's a pretty dominant win by LSU. Yeah, yeah. And then one point I wanted to make, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong because I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I feel like one key to this was like fourth down conversions. Didn't we have like two or three of those? Yes, but and also third down conversions. Yeah, because third that was down. where oh, go I was ahead, say, that was where we got cracked against Tennessee. Was like the decisions to go for it on fourth down, and then we gave up multiple points there. And just flipping the script on those key plays 
led to points on the board for us and kept Florida uh, offense on the sideline. So uh, we kind of criticized Brian Kelly for those decisions a little bit, but obviously you can go both ways. And when it pays off, you look like a genius. Um, but yeah, if we can keep converting on those things, like you said, Tommy, on third down, then that keeps the momentum up so high and allows us to really do the things on offense we want to do instead of just going three and out and kicking dirt, like kind of like we did against Tennessee and some other games in the past. I mean, yeah. the, pa- the past like th- two or three games, third down has been a death sentence for LSU to where, especially if it's, if it's third and four to to, to third and four or longer, I mean, we basically had no luck at all converting in, uh, in uh, against Florida. We converted on third down very, very well. I, I think I remember um, at one point they were like, I, I think it, for the first, you know, six or seven drives, we were like six for seven on third down um, conversions or something like that. So, yeah. um, you know, it's really good. That was, that was, I mean, it was just, it was just a great all around performance for us. That, that is, <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, that is the the type of LSU that like, I mean, let's let's be honest. You take a look at that game and then you take a look at at what I'm sure we're going to get into also is the Tennessee Bama game. I don't think our team playing at our level, we're not beating either of those teams, but that's okay. Like we're that we played at a very high level. That should be the LSU to take something from from our former coach, the LSU standard performance. Like that is what we should be aiming for. You know, that is nine, 10, 11 win football kind of like at any point. And, yeah. and, and that's, that's where we should be. We should be aiming for that should be the standard. And then as we get better, if we get better. That's great. Yeah. And I, I don't think we expected to be there this year, but you're right. It's a, it's definitely a tale of like two different games with Tennessee and then now Florida. Um, I, I feel like if, I don't know, it just, uh, it, like if we played as well as we did against Florida, it doesn't guarantee that we would have beat Tennessee. But it, like you said, it just it would have just felt like a different level. Like we're we're working towards that level because yeah yeah um us I, I don't know that you know if Brian Kelly would have got those fourth downs you know like we're, we're still probably not winning that game no um, and that's and that's okay yeah exactly. exactly exactly we we I think most most everybody expected three four losses this year so. Uh, if we had beat them, you know, great. But if we stay at two or three losses, I think we're still at we at where we thought we would be, or even better. You know, so I, I feel like um, and I feel like Brian Kelly felt like the team kind of made a a progression somewhat. I know we did in so well, at least in, in special teams, we did with kicking. Right, uh, finally got a long kick out of a uh, Ramos and like forty seven yards. So it's good to know he can hit from a little far away if need be um, so that we don't have to go for it every time if we're at like the 40, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of good individual efforts, offensive and defensive. Um, I think uh, Brian Kelly, I don't know. They just see the, speaking of the wolf back down, you see how they kind of took the song and, made our own little hype video about it. After. I thought that was corny too. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, they're going to, they're going to roast us. Like they're going to, like we are just, bur- or, we're going to live in free in their heads. Cause they're going to hate us so much. Cause supposedly the band interrupted, you know, the plain and Tom Petty song again, which I'm like, <laughs> all right, enough of the Tom Petty. Also. I, I, we I get it. It doesn't even make sense though, <laughs> because he, it's not like he didn't, he didn't even go to Florida. No, no, he didn't. Like, he's he just, just from there. 
No, he he worked on campus right before he moved to Los Angeles. It's like he was doing, I don't know, groundskeeping or something, but he worked at the campus. So he, you know, he's got some attachment to the Gators. He's, he obviously didn't go to games like Matthew McConaughey. He's not like a rabid fan. Well, he's, but he's got roots. He's got roots there. You're yeah. going to say he's not alive, Donnie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you say that in Gainesville. Go ahead, buddy. He's not. Uh, I know that. I, I know that. But it, but anyway, um, yeah, that's it's just the hype video thing. It's, I don't know. I love it or leave it. I, I, I could care less. But, uh, yeah, they're they're not going to forget that anytime soon. But there was one one guy I what saw, if- Florida fan, he's like, but you know what? We 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 created this like you you live and die by the social media right it's like you you get all this take uh, won't back down stuff someone's gonna use it against you. What if what if we play it? What if we start playing it like next year? We pl- that'd be pretty great actually. I kind of like if we that. played it in Death Valley after we beat them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, the, well, they ate Gator at the players' brunch <laughs> yesterday. I like and that big old gator tail just char grilled. It was, I wanted to try it. It looked delicious. But anyway, um, back to the, back to the games. I mean, Tigers are in good position. Having watched a little bit of the old Miss Auburn game. Uh, I don't know. I feel a little bit better about our chances. I don't, I don't like Ole Miss. Like they ran all over Auburn and scored a lot of points, but I mean, Auburn ran a lot over them too. Like yeah. I, I'm surprised that Auburn was as, as well into that game as they were. And it wasn't, it wasn't just like a late, push like they um you know they're kind of in it most of the game so uh i well no it was uh yeah i think tennessee went up like 21 to nothing but then by half it was like 28 to 24 or something early yeah. by the third quarter so um i don't know that shows me that almost is susceptible it's the first time they're what seven and oh since like the or second time they're seven and oh since like the 60s but i don't know i again unless unless they're just as equally matched as Tennessee. And I just don't see it. I'm admit willing to admit Tennessee is legit. They're the real deal. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Ole Miss. I don't know. What do you think? I, I mean, I think Ole Miss is a very good team. I think, I think that, uh, what was it? Jack, they had 300 yard rushers in the same game. Yeah. And one yeah. of them was their quarterback. I think. Jackson dart. Yep. And then Zach Evans and another guy. Um, I, I mean, I feel like, I feel like we'll have some trouble with Ole Miss. I, I we'll probably we'll get into picks I guess later on, but um, you're I think you're, I think you're onto something though, Scott. Like I don't think that they're if if we can get the product that we saw that, that we saw them them present and the product we presented, I think we're fine. We're going to be in a sure. good place. We might not win. I mean, the line right now I think it's LSU minus LSU is actually favored by a point yeah. and a half. Um, it's funny. I mean, like that's. You know that's basically basically dead even. Um, we might you know we might not win, but if if we get what we got last week, we're in a great spot. We're and I think that everyone would agree. If you watched this team a month ago, um, you'd rather take you'd rather take the team we saw on Saturday than the team that you know played Florida State or the team that played obviously the team that played Tennessee um, or even some even like the team that played uh, you know Mississippi State. All right, yeah, how about the first quarter and a half of Auburn? Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's like the first thing is, like I saw Florida go ahead. I'm like, ah, here we go. We got, we got to let them get ahead so that we have something to play for, I guess. But no, it was, it was back and forth early on until LSU just finally pulled away. 
Uh, I don't know if that's credit to their conditioning program again, or just the fact that, you know, LSU just had their number at that point. Uh, everything was just kind of clicking uh, and it worked, but uh, yeah, it's obviously what you want to see this, this weekend. I think the, the issue will be consistency. We've seen it before. We just haven't seen it each and every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the Ole Miss, like they're a very good team. Yeah. Obviously number seven in the country, uh, but they're a little bit different to what we've seen so far. They really lean on their running attack, which they're kind of the the inverse Tennessee, right? Where Tennessee is going to air it out on you. Uh, in Ole Miss, they've got two-headed beast in the backfield with Zach Evans and then true freshman Quinshawn Judkins, who's looked really good. Yeah, uh, He's actually got 720 yards uh, this season, plus Jackson's art, their quarterback. Um, he can run it as well, like you said, picked up over 100 last week. So this is the stiffest rushing attack that our defense will have faced so far, and they're going to put up points on the board. I mean, you can't really stop that. So if our offense can play like we did against Florida and match them step for step, then yeah, I mean, LSU fans will be excited for Saturday in Death Valley coming off a a win. Uh, It'll be a tough game, obviously, but I mean, LSU is favored to win. So it it could go either way. It's hard to to pick one or the other. Um, It kind of feels like a classic LSU SEC matchup, two 30 in the afternoon falls, getting a little cooler. It's going to be cold. Yeah. It's going to be chilly. Uh I mean, I don't know about y'all. It's supposed to get down to like the thirties tomorrow, tomorrow, tonight. Wow. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be a probably two thirty is probably gonna be like little, uh, like around 80 degrees, maybe a little bit cooler, 77. I checked the mm-hmm. weather earlier today. Um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a kind of a perfect, you know, CBS matchup. And, uh, yeah, I was going to say if like, if we can play like we did at the beginning against Florida and yeah, Florida got out to that quick touchdown off the muff kick, but then we answered back and we were step by step with them at the beginning. So we were never out of the game and all the others it was just like Florida state, Auburn, Mississippi state, even though we came back in those, we were so far down and then Tennessee, there was no chance really at all. Uh, if we don't face a situation like that, yeah, we can win this game. Uh, and it would be a statement when to, to boost us back into the mix really is not necessarily a contender, but a solid team. And that's really what we need to do. Like you said, Tommy, previously, we're not, taking down the natty this year but just to prove that we can compete under brian kelly uh and i just want lsu to to put some fight out there on the field i mean can you believe that we're playing a number seven old miss like that doesn't like as i'm thinking about i just actually i just i when you when you while you were talking to you i just had the thought of like actually this would be this would be like a big normally you think about the old miss game it's like okay like yeah we need to we need to win this game we probably should win this game like it's all miss and and it's more of like an embarrassment or kind of a rivalry type thing of like, we got to beat Ole Miss because it's Ole Miss. I mean, as far mm-hmm. as a statement win, beating the number seven team in the country, that'd be, that, that's a great, I mean, unranked LSU is favored right now against number seven team in the country. That, that says something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it also kind of says something about like all of college football that like, this year, there's a couple of good teams, but just about everybody is beatable uh, on any given week. There's very few juggernauts. Obviously, Alabama lost, but uh, in Georgia, Ohio State and Tennessee are all looking really good. But even those three have well, I mean, had some some moments at times. I, yeah. mean, I, I don't know if I don't know how much you want to get into the to the Tennessee game, but like, I I mean, I thought all the credit to Tennessee, they played great, but I mean, Bama did have 16 penalties. 
I think I think if you give them if you if you give me a Bama with eleven penalties instead of sixteen, they win that game. Yeah, Bryce Young looked like an absolute you know man among boys. He could do whatever he wanted. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, not not to take it away from Tennessee, they they I mean they won it. They they you know did what they had to do. But I think to your point, Daniel. Yeah, like even even Georgia Georgia's a little bit vul- everybody's vulnerable this year, which I think it's not terrible. It's yeah. not bad didn't, for this. Didn't for the, Clemson almost lose too? Oh yeah, but I mean, Clemson's been vulnerable all year. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's just like we're we're getting to the point where there's there's less and less. But I mean, there's still some undefeateds. Like how about this Syracuse? They're going to be going to play Clemson this week undefeated. That's what about crazy. USC losing? Yeah, and it was so close too. That was a that was a good game. I wasn't able to watch any of it, but it was just back and forth. Um, then you had, um, well, I mean, Michigan blew out Penn state. So we know where they, where those two teams stand, but, um, then you also had, uh, Kentucky take care of Mississippi state, which I, I don't know, I guess, you know, Kentucky's a little bit better. They, they still have to play Tennessee. So, um, that, that's going to be a good game. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Is uh, it just me or does, do I, like, I just feel like Tennessee's the type of team who might drop one. I mean, like, I still got Georgia on the schedule. Well, like, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 like, I was kind of leaning more towards the. I mean, obviously, I think, yeah, there's definitely a more than likely chance they'll be they'll lose to Georgia or play them real close, and you know, kind of like this Bama game. But I, Tennessee feels like it could be a team where it's like they drop to they drop the one to Kentucky. It's yeah. kind of like you know how it's like how A and M when they beat Bama or even Ole Miss a couple of years ago when they beat Bama twice in a row. It's like, you know, they build it up and they win this big game. And then I don't know. I'm, I'm just not, I, I, I don't have the same feeling about Tennessee. Like I have, about, like I have against other teams where it's like, they've got that killer instinct. They're not losing to anybody. Yeah. Well, they haven't been, they haven't been in this position repeatedly over the last few years. Like they just, it's, it's come out of nowhere really. Yeah. So yeah. But you know, I mean, I, it's, it's for them, it's probably their 2019 season, right? Everyone kept telling us, yeah, we'll just wait until you play so-and-so. Yeah, we'll just – and then we play so-and-so. All right, well, yeah, we'll just wait until you play Bama. Yeah. Bama. Oh, well, okay, well, you still got the SEC top. You know, it just it, – it never ends until you win all of it. True. So, and that's – and that's – And, and maybe that – maybe you're right. Maybe they are on their 2019 season. But maybe it truly does feel like 98. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still halfway for them, though. So uh, they, they still have another – a lot of football to play. Um, very winnable the rest of their, or, um, not very winnable, but like, it's, it's possible that they could finish out their schedule, you know, and play in the SEC title game. Like, could they beat Bama twice? I don't know. What if it's not them? What if it's somebody else? You know, speaking of, uh, feels like 98, my two lane green wave ranked number 25 ranked for the first time since 1998. So right? excited about that. The best uh, going- team in, in Louisiana. I know, yeah. LSU kind of unofficially ranked twenty-seven, two behind them in the receiving votes section. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the worst when you go check the receiving votes section. <laughs> the consolation prize, but yeah, Tulane at home, uh, homecoming against Memphis. So uh, the green wave, the wave rolls on. Two, two nautical or two wave-themed teams in the top twenty-five. Them, <laughs> them in Alabama. <laughs> Two wave teams, <laughs> two colored wave teams at that. How many? Uh, well, yeah. What? I was just gonna say, like, uh, 
Like, what would happen if, if two wave teams played each other? The Crimson Tide versus the Green Wave? <laughs> I think the Crimson Tide would take over the, the green and just it would be gone. Yeah. Um, I, but oh, yeah, isn't it, I think Illinois is unranked, too. Almost, just kind of a lot of teams out of nowhere. Um, but, yeah, congrats to, to Tulane. Um, I would say looking forward this week, we have our game. Um, I don't know, I'd be curious to see what you guys – think it might be considering like you say if if we assume what we saw is you know i, I don't know whatever either not necessarily old miss's game against auburn but basically just what the best of what they've done so far uh it'll be on the road for them and i don't it won't be a night game at tiger stadium but i guess towards the second the end of the second half it it would be right like sun will be down by like five Let's see. Right now, it's we're recording at six thirty, and the sun is like it's that dark overcast right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the sun will have gone. The sun will have you know made its home in the western sky. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're right. I think around five. Um, I mean, also keep in mind it is homecoming as well. So uh, could be a that could be a factor for LSU this year, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Long halftime show. Long halftime show. Long halftime show to get us closer to night at Death Valley. So you know. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, sorry, I just this just popped in my head. Tommy, were you watching the Were you watching the Auburn Ole Miss game at all? Yeah, yeah, I watched a lot of it. Okay. Um, did you see that part in the game where the cameramen were just gone? <laughs> well, wasn't it because of the rain delay? Right, but it, no, it was. I heard them say on the air it was lightning. It was something about yeah, yeah, or light. Yeah, they had a lightning delay and they had to like turn off the game. They, but they, I, I never saw that though. I just saw cameras in fixed positions. The game still went on. The crowd was there. The game was going on. Oh. Just the camera crew was <laughs> gone. I was like, this is some like industry like production thing I, don't, I know i don't think it's a union thing but it's just something happened to maybe where like they they got out of there oh i could totally <laughs> see like, that. Well, the game's still going on it was oh, just i weird. could totally see that it's like yeah like an industry thing of like well you know when when there's lightning like cameramen don't we don't film like we don't right. and then like they leave and then like the te- the game's like well we're still gonna play yeah they don't even know that that no one even knows the cameramen are filming or not not on the field, no. I could just tell because it was just weird as hell to see it not moving and zooming in and out. And there was no, you know, single shots on one player or coach or anything. It was just, you could tell it was odd. It was uh, like watching a film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> High school film. High school film, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, that was, I don't know, that was just interesting. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to this weekend. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think... Daniel and I were both wrong. We had LSU losing at Florida. They just turned a completely different tide on us. Had a uh, purple and gold tide in Gainesville. What do you think about uh, Baton Rouge this weekend? Well, I picked Florida to beat LSU. I was wrong. So I'm going to double wait, down. Can I, can I just say something? I picked LSU to win against yeah, Florida. Yeah. But I'm going to double down on the negativity and pick LSU to lose yet again. Uh, I think, yeah, coming off the big win, it's going to be a little bit slow to start. We saw it against Tennessee at Tiger Stadium. Ole Miss 
probably going to run it down the throat. I think Ole Miss scores 40. LSU scores some, but not enough. Uh, so I'm going 40 to 35 Ole Miss. The thing about picking against LSU is you can't be too disappointed because you already picked them to lose. So if they win, that's obviously a pleasant surprise. And if it's they like lose betting anyway, against LSU. Yeah, and if they lose, then you can say you were correct on the podcast the next week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but if you if you do it too many times in a row, then I think we have to say, all right, the next week you have to wear a clown wig. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you back on the Tigers this week, Tommy? Uh short on answer the, on the lane train. I, I think I, I short answer yes. I think I think we got I think it's at home. I think that we're on a good we have a good momentum. I I think the main thing, and you know, it's you mentioned the um I think that Ole Miss's, you know, heavy, heavy, heavy running attack actually lines up be okay with us i like i like us going against a heavy run team better than i like us going against a heavy pass team like tennessee i mean you think about our our linebackers and you think about our our defensive line i think they're still one still better um a better matchup of you know better players for us than our secondary and i like and, and from our from a secondary perspective i like our secondary against the run better like our safeties i like greg brooks i like jay ward um, both of them are, are two DBs who are not afraid to come come down and and you know tackle an open space and and tackle a, a, a running line a running running a running back or a, a, you know a, a wide receiver on a screen pass or something like that in the open field. So I th- I think we've got a good I think I I like us I like us now I, I like again I mean you got to hope that it's the, that we get the team we saw this past weekend um, and we got to hope that that's not an just a, a one-off performance, but mm. I'll take us. I'm going to ride with us. What do they say? Ti- tiger country. Let's ride. Who says that? That's uh, that's Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. He's a Broncos <laughs> country. Let's ride. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They didn't get too far. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with the, with the tigers also. Uh, I don't know. I feel good about this one. Um, I will say, I don't know. I, I think it will be, I don't think it'll be like Florida. I think it'll be more like 40 to 32 us. But that depends, you know, if, if we can shut down the run, I like us. Harold Perkins, like, because if we're preparing. Uh, Harold Perkins, Perkins, yes. I was thinking Perkins the same thing. be on the field more. I, I feel comfortable with that. So. And, and, you know, the, the, um, the reason, you know, they talked about why Harold Perkins, why didn't Harold Perkins play more against Tennessee? Da, 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 da. And the reason Brian Kelly addressed it, he said, look, like we're just not comfortable with him in pass coverage as much. Like we don't want We don't want to try and turn him into like a, a you know, strong safety. Cause that's not his skill set. Um, he doesn't have to do that again. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I think I like, I think this team, I think this, this Ole Miss offense as prolific as they are, it matches up well with our defense. In our and, and gives us a you know I think we have a I think we'll be able to to uh, lessen take the edge off a little bit. Let's hope so. Uh, any other games coming up uh, this weekend? Because uh, the season rolls on. I'm, I'm looking. I like the, this UCLA Oregon. Game. Yeah, so I say college game days going there same time as LSU games. You got to flip back and forth. But yeah, this is the first top ten Pac-12 matchup, and I think like six years or something. Wow. Is it really? Wow, that's yeah. actually. No, that's yeah, I mean they've been down, they've been down, and think about it. Like Oregon, 
like I haven't really paid attention to them. Like they lost that first game, and then they've just quietly won every game since. So Bo Nix having fun. <laughs> uh, I, I can I just can I just put uh, I want to put Clemson on upset alert against Syracuse. I'd love for that to happen. I I mean I'm not I I, I don't expect it though. I've been look they've I've bet I've bet against Clemson like almost every week this this year and they I mean they do squirm out of it and you know they ended up uh was it did they play NC State last week yeah yeah they they ended up squirming away from NC State and kind of running away with it towards the end but like you said earlier in the podcast Scott like that first half was close NC State was beating them for a while with their so, backup quarterback with a backup quarterback so I mean like I don't know I feel like um. Clemson's bound to drop one. They have to. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's the type of year where that's – like they could still be okay if they win out and win their conference, if they only have one loss and it's not I like – know. Some, hey, I'm just being reality. I mean, I think two of my teams, two that I had picked in the playoff, Baylor's definitely out. They're gone. Um, uh, I still think Aranda has a, a chance to do some some good stuff there. USC was the other one. I don't know. They lost – but uh, I don't know. I mean, if they went out, maybe they're still back in it technically. But I mean, I think the ACC and the Pac-12 are are pretty much mirror images of each other in that, like, if you're a top team in that conference, you can lose one. And if you can, like you said, if you win out, you win your conference, you're it. Yeah. And losing on the road to Utah, that's that's a, a good loss if you know if you're looking at comparisons. Um. All right. Anything else? Well, Scott, uh, you got to tell us about about uh, your new friend. Oh, yeah, my <laughs> my new friend. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I I failed to get my new friend's telephone number, so I don't know how we're gonna stay in touch. I I've already sent him six messages on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, so I went to uh, I went to it was pretty much like the biggest high school game of the season so far here in Georgia, at least for this this uh this region um it was buford playing at home against mill creek both were undefeated a lot of hype around the game itself but uh, also a lot of hype about the around the players i'd read something afterwards it said there was like 20 guys that were supposedly you know could probably find themselves on a, a power five com- uh, conference roster you know once they graduate um, but the guys they were there to see, it's Justice Haynes, uh, you know, running back on uh, Buford. He's already committed to Alabama. I think there was a cornerback for Mill Creek that was already committed to Alabama. Uh, there was somebody else there. Um, I mean, it was just a crazy atmosphere, like standing room only all around the track, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, made parking H-E-L-L-2. And uh, <laughs> so I had to walk a long way to get there. And I just, you know, the game was already started. Um, and I just kept here, blah, 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 Jordan Allen, blah, 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 Jordan Allen. As I'm walking up, I'm like, who's this Jordan Allen kid? Maybe, maybe he's their star player. Like, I, I don't know. They just say, Scott, go film this game. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, Buford, yeah, I've heard of him. This is huge, huge school, by the way. It looks like, oh my goodness. Um, is this like five, is, you know, if it's 5A, 6A? What, are, I want to say seven. I don't know. Whatever the largest is like this. Yeah, Buford, yeah. Buford 7A, region eight. Oh yeah, it's, it's huge, huge. And like the, the football stadium is not even on the campus. It's like down the street and up a hill. And like all the schools share this huge sports complex. It's crazy. And get there and start filming as field position switches. 
I go to the other end of the field to where I started and wasn't too many people down there. Everyone's like down on this one end. You know how people are. They just, they, they gather and then no one moves. They're like cattle. <laughs> so that's why you got to move around them. And who do I see but Ryan Day standing on the sideline. He's the only one not wearing, you know, the, the colors of, of either team yeah. or, or black and white, you know, referee shirt. Uh, I noticed him right away. And there was some other guy he was with. Probably, I don't know if he was like a recruiter or a position coach, but you could tell he was from Ohio State and worked yeah. there. Um, I'm like, oh, I got to talk to this guy. I mean, talk college football every week with you guys. I got yeah. to have a good story to tell you. <laughs> so one of the big, I, uh, biggest faces in college football. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I said, easily recognizable. Like if you, I mean, if you don't follow, follow college football, you had no idea who he is. And you just think, oh, that guy's probably like some Ohio State scout. Yeah, or, or somebody's dad or something. <laughs> um, but I went over and said, "Hey, what's up, Coach? Um, who are you here to see tonight, Jordan Allen?" And he just kind of looked at me like, "Who?" <laughs> and then he kind of pulled out the like the you know the one, one of those roster sheets that you give him. He started to look at him. I was like, "Oh, it's uh, never mind. Are you you here to see everybody?" I guess he says, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, everybody, everybody." I'm like, oh, way to go, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to rev elbows with this who's making an idiot of yourself. But anyway, uh, switch fields and because I got to follow the action uh, and not look like I'm stalking them too also. <laughs> uh, and then by the time I come back, the other team, uh, you know, back to that end of the field, the other team is punting. And it punts directly to this kid that I asked him about, Jordan Allen, who, by the way, is not on any – I looked him up on his recruiting service – it's not even on the radar yet. Like Georgia Tech stars. and Liberty are the ones I saw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's like, he's a sophomore though. He's but, five five seven, one hundred and forty five pounds. I know, but that's me, that's me out there running. He's, but he's quick. I don't yeah. know, Daniel. Are you like, are you like Clydro out there with the ball? <laughs> I wish. Because <laughs> this guy, gonna... this guy was. Uh, I mean, Clydro is a little bit more north south. This guy was just shifty and quick, and he ran it back. He ran that punt return back for a touchdown. And um, I, I just had a big grin on my face. So I went back over there and I went up to his like, coach, that was Jordan <laughs> Allen. He's like, yeah, man, that, God, he's a sophomore. He was quick. All right. Now, I just know, I just know when he was taking the, uh, the town car back to his private jet at the nearby airstrip, he's like, who's this Jordan Allen? He's, he's like, like, give me all know. the film on Jordan Allen. Yeah. <laughs> why, why aren't you, why, why am I paying you for well, I got to have this schmuck on the sidelines talking to you about Scott's it. a better recruiter than yeah. Ryan Day, the head coach know, of Ohio just, State. Oh, yeah, there's there's one guy hitting him up. Coach, man, I, I can be your recruiter. Your eyes down here, man. He's I was like, good for you, buddy. It's not going to happen, but, you know, you don't, you don't know unless you try, right? Yeah. I there's There's got to be like a head of recruiting. I don't know if they do it by state. I don't know. It's probably a region, right? But like there's – do you think LSU has somebody in Georgia – that they say, hey, go check out this kid at this Buford game. Give me all the footage you can on him. Or do they just, like, pull it from, like, Huddle or one of these online, uh, you know, wherever they, ho- they host all these games? Well, you know, that's, that's actually one of, the, like, one of the things they talked about when, when Brian Kelly staffed his, his coaching staff is, like, <clears throat> you hire people based on, like, their geographic, like, okay, like, this guy, he's from – Michigan so he really knows the Midwest and like I think a lot of it has to do with I mean you know friend of the podcast Stuart Hanna's been on multiple times and like you know they he knows college coaches just because a lot of college coaches are at one time high school coaches or 
they're obviously coming and looking at players and talking to players and recruiting players. So a lot of it is just like, Hey, texting, you know, your buddy who coaches at Buford or coaches against Buford is like, Hey, what's the deal on this kid? You know, Hey, what do you know about Jordan Allen? Is he a good guy? And then, you know, you, you get him that way, but, and then I guess that's when, that's when you start sending people that way. Cause you always see, you know, you, they, uh, of course, <laughs> I always wanted to. I always wanted to show up at a game, just like in an LSU polo or something, and just like stand on the sidelines with a clipboard. <laughs> right, right. I, I thought about doing that too, but it's uh, you know then then you know people might react to you differently or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, just think about it, like because uh, I know Kirby Smart was there. I didn't see him, but it's like this is one. This is Ryan Day's one weekend off, basically out of the season. Yeah. And he's choosing to spend his Friday night, well, his you know at least a couple hours. Because I think they were there early. They were there way before kickoff. Coaches just, I guess, like to see guys working out and stretching and stuff too, for whatever reason. Uh, I guess maybe how he interacts before a game. But they left at halftime, and that's how he spent his Friday night. So there is somebody there, or multiple people that he's, you know, been encouraged to look closer at. Well, it's like last year. You know, um, I think was it. Uh, I think for some, like B- Bama, Georgia, and Texas all had the same bye week or something, and. All three head coaches were in New Orleans for Arches, Arch Manning's. Uh, um, or I don't think Saban was there, but it was like Pete Golding, uh, Kirby Smart, and, and Sarkeesian were all at Newman for Arches' game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a huge. I mean, that's a huge when when the coach comes to your uh, t- spends his one weekend or you know his one Friday that he has a yeah. season come see you. That's that's a big vote of confidence. Sure is, sure is, man. Um, well, I don't know, guys. I think that's kind of all we had this week. I mean, I know LSU's playing some some fall ball. They had some scrimmages this past weekend. Uh, guys hitting them out of the yard. Some pitchers looking good. So I don't know. Hopefully, there'll be some uh, something coming there. And I know basketball is going to start pretty soon too. It's about to be a busy, a busy holiday season for us. True. Indeed. Excited about it. Yeah. Hoping for another big win this Saturday. I got nothing on the schedule, so I'm ready to sit down and, and watch the full day of football there. So absolutely uh, be with y'all in spirit. Yeah. I think I might have a few hours to myself as well. Um, I mean, I got, I got a probably a to-do list for the house, but uh, yeah, be, be able to watch that LSU game and flip over to the UCLA Oregon. That would be nice. True. All right. Let's look forward to that. Probably wrap it up here and um, catch up with everybody else next week on the next edition. We can cover this LSU Ole Miss game uh, and any other action that comes out and uh, slice and dice it next week. Um, Hope everyone has uh, a good rest of their week and stay safe and they stay tuned. And we can talk to them next time on Talking Tips.